0: Everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay! Welcome! I'm so excited to be with you today. Oh my gosh. There is so much going on in The Prophetic. It is absolutely incredible. I'm starting a few minutes late because it took us so long to be able to put these puzzle pieces together and put them in a show because I cannot wait for you all to see it. I've actually uh, done it a little bit different today than I typically do. It's a lot like the email that you get where it's actually put under three different topics so you can see exactly how God is using the different prophets to speak about three different things that's on his mind that he wants the body of Christ to know. So it's so exciting. I cannot. for today's show. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And I want to do a shout-out to the women that helped to put this show together. They're doing something every single day to help to put this show together and to get this information out there. So I want to do a shout-out to Denise Brewer, Terry Strange, my sister Tammy Wagner, and a new one. Her name is um, Lisa Renard, and uh, she is now a new contributor to the Flyover Conservatives uh, podcast, and I'm so excited to have her on the team. Thank you, Lisa, for all of your work this week and excited to work with you in the future. All right, so so many things that are going on in the prophetic, uh, but I wanna also do a shout-out to our sponsor of the show, and that's Mike Lindell. If it wasn't for Mike, this would not be possible. When you go to MyPillow.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off on all of your purchases. But right now, they are actually having a huge sell. It's unbelievable. It's called a state fair sell. So I don't know. I know living in Kansas when we grew up, the state fair is right around this time. So it might have a state fair in your area. Well, they're having state fairs right now. And I wanted to talk about the pillow for kids. It's the children's pillow that is absolutely amazing. It's the Bible Story Pillowcase. And I was going to talk about it anyway, and I found out right now they are $5 when you use the promo code FLYOVER. The reason I think this is significant is because right now there's a shaking that's going on in our country, and we can all feel it, and our kids feel it too. And so when you actually pray with your kids, you read the Bible to them, you're putting them to bed at night, they're actually laying their head on the word of God. And so this one here is Daniel in the lion's den. You can see we have Jonah, they've got Noah, all of those are covered and you can get them for $5. So Avery and I were just talking... Before the show started, we're going to get all of the pillows Uh, for $5. What a deal. You can get it for your kids, your grandkids, neighbors. You know, this is just a great gift. And it's only $5 when you use the promo code FLYOVER. A lot of other things that we were looking at as well. They have towels, they have the cooling towels, uh, they have the book by Mike Lindell, they have the Anywhere You Go uh, pillowcases. All of those are $5 right now. So great deal. And then they were running a special on the towels as well when you just go to their side. Right now, it's six piece towel set for $39. So, a great deal on all of the things when you go to mypillow.com. All right, there's four things we always say on the show. First thing is this is the best time to be alive, that we were born for such a time as this. Not a thousand years ago, not a hundred years from now. We are alive right now during this time, and God chose us to be alive right now during this time. And we, uh, we have a job. You're going to hear that from several people today, but I'm wearing a shirt that says prayer warrior. We have to be a prayer warrior during this time, and we're going to be commissioned on specific things that we need to be doing, not just over our family, um, but actually over our state to help to protect our state and also to help to protect this country. God is calling us during this time, and we are called to be prayer warriors. Second thing is that Trump will be back. There's a lot of prophetic words surrounding that today I can not wait to talk about those. Next thing is um, that there is a billion soul harvest. A billion people are going to come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It's not about A pastor standing in front of a church. It's not about an evangelist in a tent. It's about you and I going out, laying hands on our loved ones, um, laying hands on our neighbors, laying hands on people that we are just meeting and seeing them be healed. And them saying, "How did you do that?" We say, "Jesus did it. He paid for it two thousand years ago, and He wants you to know Him as your personal Lord and Savior." We get to be a part of sharing the gospel and the miracles that God's doing during this time. We're going to see things of biblical proportion, things we only read about in the Bible. We get to experience during our lifetime. And then finally, a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. We're going to be talking about that as well today. It's very important that God just let me be a vessel that this money flows through. It's not where I'm a kink in the hose. What do I want? It's God, what can we do to bring your kingdom to earth? Because it's all about the body of Christ. It's all about Introducing Jesus Christ to people that we know, that we love, that we have an opportunity to come across their paths, and how can we bring his kingdom to earth? during this time, during doing signs, wonders, and miracles. I touched on it earlier, but every week now, I do the prophetic report in a written form. And I started doing a, a, an article for Patriot Sentinel, and um, and then I started taking those articles and actually putting them in a newsletter. If you would like to have that, everything is put together, and you can even see here this example of this week's Riding Life's Roller Coaster with God in Charge. And it breaks down multiple different things from different prophetic voices that are saying the exact same thing over and over again with the dates. And it just makes it very easy to see it in a very uh, concise way. All you have to do is go to flyoverconservatives.com. When you go there, register for the newsletter or sign up for the newsletter. That keeps you in touch uh, with us. It'll uh, send out a newsletter on Fridays about what's going on in our videos. And then on Sunday or Monday, you'll receive the one for the prophetic report. So just go to flyoverconservatives.com and register for the newsletter there. Okay. Oh, wow. I cannot wait to get in this. There's so many things that the prophets are saying. We're going to first start with the topic of President Trump. Multiple voices are talking about President Trump, and they're saying the exact same thing. So we're going to start with Julie Green. She delivered this message on August the 31st, 2023, and she was given it on August the 28th, 2023, and it's called A Great Storm is Coming. Check this out.
1: My children, I say this day, a great storm is brewing. A great storm is brewing. It's growing in intensity. The shaking, the shakings are growing in intensity. The wind is blowing and blowing, and growing in intensity. Things are changing, quickly changing. Things are shifting. Things are moving. Many things that you have not seen many things that were working behind the scenes to save your nation. Things are moving. Things are moving. The enemy is scared. Yes, they're scared. They are caught in a corner with no way of escape. And all these things barreling down on them. They're growing in fear. But Lord, it doesn't look like it. Lord, they're getting away with everything. Lord, they're making it harder for us to live. Yes, these are the cries of my people. This is what I'm hearing. Lord, what do we do? Lord, why are you taking so long? Lord, you're late. It's too late. They've done all this damage. All this damage. It's already done. And there's no way. There's no way to come back from it. My children, I'm hearing these words. Is that truly what you believe? Am I not the God who nothing is impossible? Is that not what my word says? I am El Shaddai. I am Elohim. I created this earth. El Shaddai. That's my name. There's nothing too big. There is nothing too broken. That I cannot fix. Or things that I cannot restore. My son, once again, you're crying in anguish over the damage that's been done in your countries. The laws that have been trampled upon, the injustice that keeps growing and growing. And they have things in place working against you. It's getting worse, it looks like, and it's getting worse by the day. My children, I have said time and time again, are you listening to these words? Have I not warned you? Have I not told you of things that were coming? Have I not said things were going to get worse? Or look that way. Before, before the day, the day, yes, a wonderful day, you will say, of a victory, of a great and mighty victory. When you see me move my hand, when you see people and places removed in very high places. Where people st- saying over and over again, nothing will change, nothing will happen, they're getting away with it, nothing is on our side that will change that. I am the change. I am moving. My hand is at work. My children are now waking up. When the enemy meant to destroy them. Their plan. Let me give you a little insight on their plan. You were already broken by now. You already surrendered and give it up. They already had their one world government. They already had full control. They already dominated the money system. Everything is going as planned, so they thought. Until the more they did, the more they did against you, the more you came together, the more you fought back. The more you praised, the more you've gotten my word, the more you sought me. That was not their plan. Oh, no, it wasn't. They don't know what to do with you. When you don't quit. When you don't whine. When you don't cry. When you don't give up or give in. They don't know what to do. They're panicking. Do you hear it? They're panicking. You're not turning. You're not kneeling or bowing. You're not giving up on my David. Yes, my David will rise from all of these things. Indictments. Laugh. Their laws laugh, their judges. Ha, I am the judge. I am the judge over all of the earth. And I will have the last laugh. Something big. Big, I tell you, big is about to happen and shake Washington DC like it's never been shaken before. It's shaking. That will destroy their foundation. It will destroy their plans, destroy their words and their narratives. It's coming. When they try to do something against you. With this virus. And a lockdown. And they try. To take your freedoms away. Watch. Watch, and stay alert and attentive to what my hand is doing. I will have the last and final say. They will not. So my children, get prepared with me. Get prepared for this great victory, saith the Lord.
0: Woo! Okay, very, very powerful. Okay, a great storm and wind are brewing and growing in intensity. Just put that in the back of your mind because Robin Bullock is going to be touching on that towards the end of the show, but I just wanted you to remember that that part right there, so maybe write it down. A great storm and wind are brewing and growing in intensity. Um, then the Lord says, my David will rise from all of their things. Something big is about to happen and shake DC like it's never been shook before, and it will destroy their plans and narrative. It's coming when they try to do something against you with this virus and lockdown, and they try to take your freedoms away, watch and stay alert to what my hand is doing. I cannot wait for you to hear Charlie Shamp and what the Lord said through him. He was on Elijah's dreams on August the 31st, 2023, but on August the 12th, 2021, he had a dream about President Trump. Check this out.
2: This this dream that I had on August the 12th of
0: 2021,
2: Yeah, uh, where I had seen in a dream President Trump. Now, I've never met... Uh, President Trump in person. But in this dream, it seemed like we had known each other and um, it felt real. It felt more like a night vision, Steve, really? than even a dream. Wow. It, it, and I don't know. I don't want to say that I that this is going to happen. This event will happen. But it felt so real to me wow, Charlie. Um, when when I met him, it was at the side of a, of a stage of a big it was a massive uh rally uh for his reelection now this is in 2021 when i had this this
3: this is what this is what, when did you have the dream in 2021
2: this is august the 12th 2021 is when when uh this was released wow. and wow. so we're talking here we are in 2023 at that time no one thought some people thought that Trump is coming back in, yeah. there were others that that said there's no he's finished there's he's not going to get his second term, of course, we know that i've always said that president trump will the Lord showed me that he would have two terms and in this dream, this was a presidential campaign now this is twenty twenty one when I saw this
3: hmm.
2: and he's at the side uh, of the platform, and uh the Lord. Uh, there's a man that was with me. I've never met this man in, in, in person. It felt like this was a real person though.
3: Um, oh, so you don't know Well, you don't know who it was, but it felt
2: I've real. I've never met him. I've never seen him publicly, but he knew President Trump and he had introduced me to him. President Trump knew who I was in the dream. Yeah. He had known some of the things that I had prophesied about. And I began, to, I took him by the hand and I began to pray for him. The prayers that I began to pray, uh, some things were, were were personal for him and his family protection,
3: Yeah,
2: uh, things that the deep state wanted to do to him uh, to Ooh. try to stop his campaign, to try to stop what uh, God was doing to bring him back again. And I told him in the dream, I said, don't lose hope because the Lord is going to bring a great turnaround to America. Sure. And, and he turned and looked at me and was like, it was like I saw in his eyes this fierceness of there was no surrender. There was no giving up. There was That's like right. he was a man on a mission that that and, and I saw the I just got to be on it. I saw the anointing on him. And I saw that the, the purpose and the plan that God had for President Trump and that God was going to give him this second term. And when I woke up from this dream the lord told me audibly i heard the voice of the lord and he said watch as they look to bring another lockdown to finish the reset he said but i will bring a shutdown to this current government now what's the who is the current government biden is biden. in the white house right. and look, back in 21 god says they're going to bring another lockdown but i am going to shut this government down. Yeah. and he said it will be it will be a sign that i am reordering the nation for a great turnaround.
0: wow. okay, i want to reread his what god said through Charlie, now God gave him this prophetic word on 2021, but he delivered August the 31st of 2023, the exact same day that Julie Green delivered the prophetic word on August the 31st. 2023. Both delivered the exact same day. Let's read over the word again from Charlie. He said, watch as they look to bring another lockdown to finish the reset, but I will bring a shutdown to this current government. This lockdown attempt will be a sign that I am reordering the nation for a great turnaround. That's what God said through Charlie Shamp. The same day, He said through Julie Green, something big is about to happen and shake DC like it's never been shook before, and it will destroy their plans and narrative. It's coming when they try to do something against you with this virus and lockdown, and they try to take your freedoms away. Watch and stay alert to what my hand is doing. I will have the final say, get prepared with God and get prepared for this great victory. Okay, so when I do uh, the prophetic report in written form, I will put those side by side so you all can see it. It's absolutely amazing. It's so exciting. God is speaking, the prophets are hearing him, and we are getting to be a part of what God is doing right now here in the earth. It's so exciting. All right, let's move to Robin Bullock, still talking about President Trump, still talking about indictments and what they're trying to do to him and how it's going to turn on them. Check this out.
4: The court of Jehovah is in the earth, Amanda. It's in the earth. And God, not prophets, God is trying kings, politicians, men of authority, women of authority. The righteous court is taking place and convening Every time a court indicts Trump, it's not him that's on trial. They're the ones being tried by the court of heaven.
0: Wow. Okay. That was at Church International on Sunday, September the 3rd, 2023. Um, on August the 20th, 2023, Hank Kuhneman also joined in on what God is saying about President Trump. Check this out.
5: Do you hear the sound, says the Spirit of God, of the sound of war? For this is what the enemy is screaming out from the very bowels of hell. They are saying, give us war in the earth. But God says, listen, I will take them up on their desire for war, but it shall not be in the natural realm, as they seek for the bloodshed of men. Yet I shall arise with the assault that I am bringing from heaven that shall engage a spiritual battle that this nation has not experienced yet this far. And it shall be the sword of the Lord that shall give this land unto the remnant who have prayed and who have cried out, says the living God. Therefore, pay attention as you enter into a new season in the month of September, in the The month of October, there shall be strange things that shall begin to arise as I begin to cut off and cut down spiritual forces. And there shall be visible manifestations that will begin to arise upon the land that you call the United States of America. For it is my time, says the Lord, to show that I am the God that has not ignored the injustice that has taken place among those who have committed crimes, those who have done injustice to the children. And those who have thought that they could get by through their briberies, their handshakes, money laundering. God says enough of this for now the light shall arise with my sword and my host as I arise. Pay attention. As the Jewish new year arises upon the earth, pay attention to the time of Rosh Hashanah. For there is a trumpet blast. And there is a sound that is coming from the host who gather. And as the sound of the trumpet blows, injustice shall be brought to a place of justice. And there will be many things that you thought were not true. That I will show that they have been truthful all along and I will show those who masquerade around as though they think that they can continue in their acting. God says enough of this for I have promised that this nation would not belong to those who desire socialism Marxism, fascism but yet I shall give it to the remnant who are crying out day and night shall I not speedily come to avenge my very own elect at this time. Therefore There shall be an interruption and a disruption that they think that they will bring through your election process. But watch what I do to interrupt, says the living God. Watch what I do to shake it. And they will even say, we have not experienced this like this before. And God says, no, you have tried to rewrite history on a nation that was covenanted to me. Now I take my finger as I did it in the days of Pharaoh. And i caused my finger to come. And the powers of the witches and the powers of the magicians could not reign over my will and my agenda my finger has come now to write my history upon this nation at this time says the Living God I have told you that you have entered into the season that I will remove Kings I will remove leaders I will remove those who thought through selection and not election that they would have a voice my finger and the sword my sword shall cut them down and then they will look and they will say but who is standing who is standing And this month of September and October and November, who is standing as I wage a new level of warfare from my throne against the enemy who desires war? I will give you war," says the living God. And they will say, but who is standing? Who is standing? Who is standing? Who can lead us now? Who can lead us now in this nation? Who is standing? God says, look to 45 who has been through a fire that has been turned up seven times hotter. Yet he shall walk out without the smell of smoke, says the living God. This is my justice. i lift up your hands. Man, I have seen tremendous spiritual activity so, soon as we enter into September oh my God, I see there is an increase of the spiritual activity, not from what you've seen with their threats of mass mandates, forced vaccinations no, the spiritual activity from the divine finger and intervention of God shall increase over the land Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Let it be done according to thy word. Thank you, Lord. You say, Pastor Hank, what what are what are you sensing? Listen to me. It was the prophet Elijah who said in 1 Kings 18, 41, I hear a sound of the abundance of rain. Why did he say that? Because the season of harshness, of a famine, for three and a half years was suddenly about to shift. And I'm telling you, as I stand here as a vessel, submitted unto the Word of God, submitted unto His authority, submitted unto Him, and the words that come out of my mouth, I am submitted to Him. I tell you, I sense the sound. There is a shifting that is taking place. Don't say from your mouth, when will things happen? It is going to accelerate, and you will see that God is faithful.
0: Hallelujah. So exciting. Okay, so you remember when I said, uh, hold on to that word from Julie Green, because Robin Bullock's going to touch on it again. We're going to touch on it right now. All right, so the Lord said to Julie Green, a great storm and wind are brewing and growing in intensity. And Robin Bullock on the 11th hour on September the 5th, 2023, had to say something very similar. Check this out.
4: You're going to see a lot of things change in the next few weeks, two or three weeks maybe. It's going to be really big. Yeah. Things in the earth. Now look for events. Weather is weather is mad. Weather and time is, is marching weather around right. where it should go. Prophetic words were given and called for the weather to fight. Wind to blow where it needs to blow. Fire to be where it needs to be. Earth to shake where it needs to shake. Different things like that. Uh, there's time is, is doing things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for the people in all these places and especially for the little ones for they've done nothing wrong, but yet they're, they're beginning to be a brunt of people older than them. They're receiving because of them, you know, but any, anybody, any nation who will, Give a give their unborn to be slaughtered like, like so much cattle. Would surely not think of sacrificing them. Hallelujah.
0: Okay, this is where my shirt comes in, prayer warrior. Uh, this is where we are calling all prayer warriors. I want to touch on that part right there. When he was talking about um, abortion, he's talking about us kind of standing in the gap. Um, praying for children. Uh, it's an interesting thing here, and, and I want to share these prophetic words. Uh, these two prophetic words were actually released on Elijah Streams two days apart from each other. Uh, the first one I'm going to share was actually released second, uh, which was August the 31st, 2000, 2023, by Charlie Champ, and it's about Hawaii. So this next section we're going to talk about is Hawaii. Um, this. Uh, prophetic word that he received actually came from July the 10th, 2022. Check this out.
3: But let me have you jump off um, Charlie with what you have. Cause you're, it looks like the Hawaii uh, situation is your first thing on the list.
2: Yeah. Well, we've been, me and uh, my wife, Bryn have been going to the islands the last couple of years and we've been ministering over there because we think that the um, islands are really a gateway um for America yeah. and we believe that they're strategic in what God wants to do. And uh on August the 12th, um, I mean it, um August the uh July the 10th, 2022. Okay. okay. Was I we were in the islands and the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and I began to prophesy um about the uh Overturning of Roe versus Wade. And what I had seen during a time while I was in prayer on the islands was that these demonic spirits, these entities that were resting over certain states in the United States, Hmm. that those states were turning to righteousness, those spirits were being cast out and they were looking for an open door. A place that they could come in and rest. And um, the islands of Hawaii were the very first state to legalize abortion. And I said, there's an open door in these islands that if it's not closed, I had seen a dragon that was going to come and there was going to be uh, uh, a very, um, demonic attack against the islands, and when I had seen it in a vision, it came to me, and I saw this dragon literally blowing fire onto the islands and um, And I told the people I said there must be significant intercession to close this door, and there must be a turning in this state from uh, and a repentance from the illegalization of abortion Wow there's an, another event that's coming that is going to be uh like what 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 happened at Pearl Harbor again, and if this door is not closed, I said it will be so significant that that many people's lives will be lost and I said in particular that uh the there was a uh, there was a um, a targeting of children uh because of the issue of abortion. And I' had given that a year before, and just I, I believe it was really by God's, God's direction. we were planning out a, a place that we were going to go with my family for a vacation. And my wife, you know, she's very prophetic, and she said, "I believe we're supposed to go to Maui." And she said, "Because you never know what it'll be like in, a, in just a couple of years.": Really. Really, something, something struck me in my in my heart, and I said, "You know, honey, you're right. Let's just we're gonna go there." And so, two weeks before the fires, we were on the islands, walking in the area where it was burned. Right, and well, I, you're walking in Lahaina, right in Lahaina, <laughs> right in uh the area where the school is at, uh all of that area that is that is the parts that have been captured where the they've shown all the fire and the devastation. Yeah. Uh, we were there two weeks before. And you know, you're supposed to be on vacation, yeah. uh, Steve, we're yeah. playing with kids. And there was one day where the spirit came, of the Lord came on me so strongly, I began to weep uncontrollably and gr- I was grieved in the spirit. And the Lord said to me, He said, Because there has not been significant repentance, the thing that I showed you a year will happen. Now, I didn't know the timing of it. Right. But I knew that something was coming that was significant and that there was, there was no way to change it now that it would happen. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't want to say, people say, well, is this the judgment of God? I, I believe that it is the lifting of God's hand. Yeah, The lifting of God's hand off of different regions that refuse to repent and turn to the Lord. This is why it's also significant on where we live where God is positioning us as we move forward. Um, I I believe that there's going to be sanctuary cities and there are going to be places, uh, where the enemy because of, uh, because of unrepentance is allowed to run rampantly and God's hand is just lifted off of those areas. And this again, goes back to abortion. And this also goes into human trafficking of children. Yeah. And, um, we are We are at um, a stage now where uh, there has to be significant repentance, there has to be uh, those that are turning to the Lord, and Hawaii, uh, that was significant.
3: It's well significant. And, uh, and Charlie, are you saying now that we're talking about this real time? Is the call still out there for Hawaii to repent? For that is, are you stating that, or is that come and gone? What 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 would you say now, now that we're talking about this?
2: I believe what I have seen is that these demonic entities that have rested over states, the spirit of death is what it is that have lifted off of certain states because they are they are turning to righteousness through the overturning of Roe versus Wade. That there are places, states that refuse to turn. And so there's an open door for the enemy to attack. And I, there are those that are in those places, in those states, and there needs to be significant, significant fasting, prayer, and a turning to righteousness, and a turning of legislation well, wow. in those states um, that when a word from the Lord comes forth yeah, and, and we know in the in the in the time we live in with social media, we know that everybody can prophesy. We I agree that everyone can prophesy vacation, right. exhortation, comfort. But I think that we need to begin to really take seriously when a prophet is hearing the, a word from the Lord that is a warning Uh, And and we need to say, okay, this particular prophetic voice has a track record. We don't want to just scroll past it on our on our feed and say, well, you know, that's just another word. This is a time like Agabus in in the book of Acts where he saw famine coming and and the church began to prepare because they heard the sound of a true, authentic prophet crying in the wilderness And they said, this is a word from the Lord. This will happen and we need to prepare for it. And so I I really, one of the things that I want to admonish the body of Christ is that we need to open our eyes and begin to say, this is a word from the Lord. We're not going to just passively push it aside or see if it's going to come to pass. We're going to press in. We're going to take seriously the warnings that God is bringing through his prophets, and we're going to take responsibility and say, Lord, what can you do? And the things that we know through the word of God is prayer, fasting, and repentance.
0: Amen. So again, prayer warriors, calling all prayer warriors over yourself, over your state, uh, we need to be praying. We need to be fasting, and we need to be repenting in these areas. And God's gonna God God didn't let it go. He did this two days in a row on Elijah streams. So Donna Rigney was actually the very first day, August the thirtieth, two thousand twenty three. She also had something to say about Hawaii. Here we go.
6: He spoke specifically about Hawaii., okay. okay. He said, Hawaii will turn around. And run from the evil that they have allowed to infiltrate and even lead their land. Oh, ha ha. Man. You know. Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, Hawaii, you know, has gone a very liberal way hmm. and has, you know, allowed a lot of evil philosophies to come in and invade the land. And God's saying they're gonna turn and they're gonna run from that evil. That they allowed to infiltrate and even leave their land. You know, we're held accountable how we vote. And yeah. I know that elections have been stolen, but we are also accountable before God that we need to vote righteously. Okay.
3: Well, someone, I read it the other day. I don't think it was with it that, that a lot, uh, Hawaii was the first nation that approved what was it, abortion or abortion. what was it?
6: Abortion, yeah. Yeah. Julie was saying that before the show. Okay. The first state that approved abortion and see God doesn't, God doesn't Legalized. forget that
3: he, he, he he's he's basically it's not like he's sticking it to them because they voted wrong he's just saying this is the natural consequence you did this and the enemy right. gets a right to just wreak havoc is basically right. what it is and, that, and that's in this word that's what he said yeah. to oh, me. Okay.
6: yeah oh he said what appeared to be good to the people that were there is being seen for what it is and will be rejected and scorned. Scorched earth doesn't even come close to describe what has happened to that once beautiful state. Wow. To destroy it and rebuild it their way won't happen. It was so clear that he said that to me, that there's people that wanted to destroy this lahena, And to rebuild it their own way, he said, "That's not going to happen."
3: Good. Praise God. Praise God.
6: He said, "These schemes will be exposed, rejected, and judgment, not injustice, will come forth." I'm going to read that again. That's really do yes. These schemes, okay, to destroy it and rebuild it their way, will be exposed, rejected, and judgment, not injustice, will come forth. I heard cries. Yeah, I have heard the cries of my children and the blood of the martyrs cries out to us for justice. Oh, ah. we are not deaf, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are not deaf, nor are we blind to what has happened. We know everything. And, and then he said, ah, this is what you were saying just before this. When the door opens and allows the enemy entrance, he always comes in and brings destruction, death, and great loss. And how is the door open to legalize abortion, Mm. to to, uh, vote for ungodly, unrighteousness to rule in the land? Okay? when we do things like that, we are moving God out of the picture, saying we don't want to follow you. We don't want to follow your ways. We're going to do what we want. And what you're doing is you're opening the door and Satan's coming in and saying, "Okay, I've got free access now. The door has been opened. Come on in, brings all his hordes of demons in. And what does he come but to steal, to kill, and to destroy? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to read that again. When the door opens and allows the enemy entrance, he always comes in and brings destruction. Always comes. So if we, in our own personal lives, if we live a life of sin, sinfulness, then the enemy is going to bring destruction. If we do it in our states, you know, in our region, same thing. The enemy will come and bring destruction, God said. When the door opens and allows the enemy entrance, he always comes in and brings destruction, death, and great loss. What you have seen is not my work of judgment, but it is foul play from the forever loser.
3: Yeah,
6: yeah. restored. And then the Lord gave me a, a scripture that confirms this. And I'm going to read this because okay. it's really... It's right in your face. You can't miss it. It's from Ezekiel chapter 36, starting in verse four. Okay. And this is what I'll read it. This is what the sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys, to the desolate ruins and the deserted towns that have been plundered and ridiculed by the rest of the nations around you. Hmm. This is what the sovereign Lord says in my burning zeal. I have spoken against the rest of the nations and against all Edom for with glee and with malice in their hearts, they made my land their own possession so that they might plunder its pasture land. Just hmm. what you're saying, Steve, that it, you know, it appears from everything, all the reports, everything we're seeing that this was a deliberate action. And that's what the scripture is saying. Yeah. Just gonna read That little bit of that sentence, For with glee, and with malice in their hearts, they made my land their own possession so that they might plunder its pasture land. Therefore, prophesy concerning the land of Israel. And I'm saying the land of Lahaina.
3: Huh?
6: Yeah. Okay. Oh. And say to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and valleys. This is what the sovereign one says. I speak in my jealous wrath because you have suffered the scorn of the nations. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I swear with uplifted hand that the nations around you will also suffer scorn. So he's saying those that caused this yeah. will suffer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but you mountains of Israel, you Lahaina, Maui, okay, will produce branches and fruit for my people Israel, for they will soon come home. I am concerned for you and will look on you with favor you will be plowed and sown, and I will cause many people to live on you. Yes, all of Israel. The towns will be inhabited, and the ruins rebuilt.
4: Very
3: it's a very powerful
6: word. It's like God saying, I've seen what happened. I know it all. I know who did it. I know why they did it. And I'm very angry at what yeah. he suffered. He's yeah. angry at what his children have suffered there. And he says, I'm going to see to it that you're rebuilt, that your land is able to be uh, produce fruit and crops again, okay?
3: Praise God. I'll
6: cause many people to live on you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, all of Israel. The towns will be inhabited and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of people and animals living on you, and they will be fruitful and become numerous. I will settle people on you as in the past and make you prosper more than before, then you will know that I am the Lord. I will cause people, my people, Israel, to live on you. God's going to send his people there to live there. They will possess you, and you will be their inheritance. You will never again deprive them of their children.
3: Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a word. So that's uh, the Lord took a scripture that was written for Israel and says, I'm applying this to Lahaina, however we say the name, Uh, Yeah. Praise Um, God. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Very encouraging. Oh, my goodness. Because you look at the film footage and you think, can it possibly be rebuilt? Can it possibly be restored? Can the people possibly in your own mind are natural thinking and God saying, I know what's going on. I seen who did it, why they did it. I'm going to bring judgment on them and I'm going to bring justice to my children. Oh. And I'm going to see that it is rebuilt and it is restored better than it was before. Not the way the enemy wants to rebuild it, their way to get their way, but I'm going to see to that it's done properly.
0: Amen. We receive it in Jesus' name. Now, those, two, those same two prophets, um, both on Elijah's streams, had more to say about Psalms 24 and what God's doing in the earth right now. And it comes to what God is doing in the earth right now. And the partnership that we have with them, with these holidays that are coming up on the Jewish um, calendar with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, uh, these 10 days in between, those are very significant. And um, I encourage you to grab a piece of paper, write notes here, because I think this is something the Lord is calling us to do. Um, You pray about it, See if the Lord's calling you, but I feel he's definitely calling me and people in the body of Christ uh to do this. So this is Charlie Shamp. Again, this was from August the thirty-first, two thousand twenty-three on Elijah streams. Right now he's talking about something from September the eighth of two thousand and twenty-two. Check this out.
2: I think we should just touch on again this September the eighth word. Okay uh, from twenty twenty-two about the uprising coming. Oh, there you go. We're here right now. Okay. This word was given last September um, the 8th. Was, it was released. And the Lord said, where they attempt to prosecute, I will overturn and throw out. The These, um, talking about President Trump, that there would be an attempt to prosecute, but the Lord says, I'm going to overturn it and I'm going to throw it out. And the, what the enemy is attempted to do God is going to turn around and is already turning around for uh, for his good and for America's good. And uh, the more that they do these things, we know that uh, God is God is revealing the truth to us. Just how corrupt it is, you know. And he's going to overturn it and throw it out. And then the Lord said, the scales of justice will tip in our favor. The bowls of justice will tip over upon the wicked one. Pray and watch, and I will bring a great turnaround in a single day. See, there's that. Oh, wow, in a single day. In a single day, the Lord said, I will bring a great turnaround. And uh, then the Lord said, uh, you will hear the sound of a roar at the return of the lion in the land. The hunter will become the hunted. And I've said it time and time again, this thing with Hunter Biden is not finished. The thing with Joe Biden, there is a significant uncovering that's coming. And it will be we're, we're, we're shocked by what we've seen right now. But the levels of corruption that he has walked in and failed to repent of uh, will be his downfall. And um, I I just see, and and I want to touch on this very quickly because I know we're... we're, we're, You're you're okay. Go for it. September the 16th through the 25th of 2023 are the 10 days of all. Oh they are that 10 days huh And the Lord talked to me about I now I've changed my whole schedule I was supposed to be out of the country canceled it The Lord said from the 16th of September to the 25th to the day, to to the day of atonement He said I want you to fast I want you to pray and I want you to take time um to set the table of the Lord because it's Psalm 23 for 2023 that these 10 days of awe are significant for the body of Christ as well as the nation of America in that he is setting the table. God's going to come and visit people, Steve, during the the day of um, these 10 days of awe I, from what I have seen, there is significant dreams, visions that are going to take place, angelic encounters. I believe the Lord, the shepherd, is going to come and visit people. I believe that there are even those that are going to see Gabriel. Really? Something connected with Gabriel, the angel Gabriel, because he is the overkeeper of dreams and visions, and a birthing of what we're coming into into 2024. And these ten days are significant of passing under the shepherd's rod, of repentance, of turning to the uh, turning to the Lord, and an uncovering. A significant uncovering is coming for Biden.
3: Now, how would you? Because uh, I think people would would say they're watching us and they're going. All I hear about is Biden's crimes. I already believe in his crimes. I already believe in that he's in bed, so to speak, with his son, that he's doing all these things, that he's a perpetrator, that he's an abuser, that he's a trafficker. So if they already believe that, is this something that's more surprising than this,
2: that? This will be the this will be the the nail in the coffin. Okay that will that no one will be able to cover there will be no denying see because the, the even the media that has attempted to shadow him will not be able to do it any longer it will be that significant from what the lord has shown me and i'm and and but there's something and i don't i don't I, the Lord didn't say to me that they were gonna it was gonna happen during these ten days okay but there is something significant about the body of Christ taking those ten days and um the Lord told me that on the on the day of atonement to physically take communion that it was one of the things that we could do in the natural that was a spiritual like, uh, arrow, a spear, that was going to strike at the heart of the enemy.
3: Now you're saying to the average believer, those days are very significant. What should the average believer, the, the ones that are listening to you, what should they do? Because you're really making a thing about that. That this is what. So, what so it, practically,
2: yeah. I, I feel that those ten days, to the best that they can, they should fast. Okay. What that fast looks like, they should ask the Lord. Okay. Secondly, they need to set significant time aside each day to pray. Now, I can't tell them how long to pray, but I significant time to pray. Then on the 25th, they should set, Psalm 23 says, I will set you before a table of your enemies and I, they will have to watch you feast. And goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. There's something significant about taking communion on the 25th of September. You need to get with your family around the kitchen table, sit with them, uh, with your wife, with your husband, your children, if possible, they're believers, and you need to pray and receive communion. And I would even dare say for those that are able to on that 25th, take that day Ask for it off if you're working or what, and seek the Lord. Seek the Lord for that entire day on September the 25th. And I and I know Steve that there are significant encounters that are coming, wow. that are going. Those ten days are going to set people up even for the next ten years. So uh, for their families, some people for their ministries. I've never felt the way that I feel about these 10 days in, in all of my Christian cool. time. Now wow. I've always celebrated and 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 in the Day of Atonement, I've taken some time to, to to wait on the Lord, but there's there is a it, there is a tying in of Psalm 23 with 2023 that is going to set people up in 24 for the year of the open door, where we will ascend the hill of the Lord. Wow. And there's a purifying that's happening. There's a cleansing. And that tw- that day, the 25th, there's a passing of under of the shepherd's rod. And the shepherd is coming to visit. And, uh, you know, there have been those that have been saying we're going into a time of of um, a famine. There's a time of uh, there's a lot of words that are out there. But I want to encourage those that are listening to me. There's something about these 10 days that is that the the Bible says that the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. There is there is a significant passing under the shepherd's rod where the Lord is going to lift us out. You so know? We, and then Of ahead. course, Rosh Hashanah, um, it, the the Rosh Hashanah this year is the year of the open door. That's so, the new
3: that's the new word
2: of the year. Yes. And so there, the, again, the door is going to be wide open. Wide open. Some things are we're, we're, we're closing the door on the enemy. God's opening blessing for the believers, those that have stood. And, and for the for those that have worked in wickedness, the door of exposure is opening wide Yeah, during Rosh Hashanah um, and coming into 2024. Uh, Psalm 24, we are ascending the hill of the Lord, he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Um, That's good. And this is the lifting up of the head uh, and the gates, which again, prophetically, Psalm 24 says, lift up your heads, O you gates, be lifted up, you everlasting doors that the King of glory can come in. Now, those gates being wide open.
3: Do you no. see gates as port? Is that the same thing as the portals in heaven? Is
2: that kind of what portals you in heaven? But what? What? But also exposure of some things of okay. Bill Gates.
0: Okay, I just want to make sure you caught that because it kind of slipped off there at the end. Exposure of Bill Gates. Again, exposure of Bill Gates. This is interesting because when I was in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago, I actually contacted Donna Clement Petruska about a prophetic word um, that Kim Clement had given uh, about President Trump, but also Bill Gates was in that prophetic word. And so that's been like on my mind quite a bit lately. And I wanted to just share it with you here. Um it says, Trump shall become a trumpet says the Lord. Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to restore a trumpet. Sorry, it's hard for me to read it here. Avery, can you read it better? Sure. Trump shall become a trumpet, says the Lord. Trump shall become a trumpet. I will raise up the Trump to become a trumpet and Bill Gates to open up the gate of financial realm for the church, says the Lord. Okay, so Bill Gates to open up the financial realm for the church. I always thought, man, that is so interesting. Like, what does that mean, God? I really think there's more to it. Well, it's really interesting because we ended up doing a show with Clay Clark that came out last night actually talking about Bill Gates. If you go to theflyoverapp.com, theflyoverapp.com, uh, go to the Flyover Conservative Show. When you click on that, it's actually the the show there on Bill Gates. It's the first one right now. Bill Gates, uh, and it's talking about He's wanting to actually be a part. He's part of a company that wants to burn down 70 million acres of trees and then bury them. And it's supposed to be for our environment, not sell them like you would typically, you know, for paper or for ma- manufacturing of homes. Or they want to bury the wood when they cut down 70 million acres, talking about taking us off of food. And then there's also um, a clip not in this show, but about Bill Gates actually talking to President Trump about vaccinations. President Trump was wanting to start investigating vaccinations, and Bill Gates actually talked to President Trump and said, and that's a dead end. There's nothing with vaccinations. You don't need to start investigating that. So there's some interesting things surrounding Bill Gates. Obviously, feel like he's a nefarious um, character right now in our world, Uh, but it's really interesting how God might be using his wealth, I don't know exactly what that looks like, but for a transference to the righteous. So pretty interesting. So I wanted to send you to that because that was obviously brought up, open door, uh, the Gates, Bill Gates, I just think that's really interesting what Charlie Shamp had to say there, going back to the Kim Clement uh, prophetic word from April the 4th, 2007, and I'm um, not being able to let that go, and then doing a show because a lot's been coming out about Bill Gates with uh, Clay Clark. Clay knows a lot about Bill Gates and the things that he's been doing. That show, I think, is really important to listen to, to kind of get an understanding of, of what's going on right now, and I'll be interested to see what God ends up doing with that. All right, so let's take you to Donna Rigney, also on Elijah Streams. This one was August the 30th, 2023, and she's talking about Psalm 24. Check this out.
6: This was quite powerful, and I wanted to share it because it goes along with the rest of the notes that I'm going to be sharing, okay? Yeah. What, what happened? I was sitting, praying, just worshiping in the presence of God, and I had a vision, and I saw a, a big, vicious dog, big oh. dog. And he was barking and barking and lunging. Hmm. And he had this thick, thick chain on him. And he was chained to a tree. It was barking ferociously. And all the people in the neighborhood were so afraid of this dog that they were in their homes locked away. Hmm. So they were all locked away in their homes. Oh. And then he, the father began to explain to me what this all meant. Okay? Oh. He said... Um, My children must remember who I am so that the barking dog, Satan, doesn't paralyze them in fear. So he he began to say, people need to remember who I am because we're being paralyzed. Like in this vision that I saw, people in their homes were paralyzed. Hmm. They locked themselves in as so afraid of this vicious dog who was chained up. It wasn't loose. But they were all afraid and locked in their homes. And he said, we've got to remember who God is.
3: And what, it, as best as you can describe it, what the dog is who or what? Satan.
6: Satan the dog okay. is Satan.
3: Okay? okay. So, all right. Okay.
6: He said, my children must remember who I am so that the barking dog, Satan, doesn't paralyze them in fear. Okay. I am the one who created the universe. Hung the sun, moon, and stars in the sky. Fashioned the earth and created man in my image. Satan can't create anything out of nothing. He is a master of deception and loves to paralyze my people with his fear-filled threats. And so I was seeing the dog, dog barking, 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 like threatening people. Couldn't hurt them because it was chained up. Hmm. But this is what Satan's doing in this hour. It's threatening us. You're going to die from this. This is going to happen. And God's saying, remember who I am. I'm the powerful one. I'm the mighty one. I'm the one that created everything out of nothing. I'm God. He's not God. He's just a foe. He's just a miserable foe. All right. He said, remember who I am and fear won't come near you. Remind yourselves that I am for you and that I will never leave you or forsake you. Oh. Our God is mighty. This is what he was showing me. We have um, really magnified the enemy in our own thoughts. Through the past few years, especially with all the threats of COVID, the vaccines, all the things we've been, our country becoming a Marxist country, our wealth being taken from us, our freedoms being taken from us. All these things, constant threats, constant threats. Be listening to the news constantly, putting fear on us, putting fear on us. That's the barking dog mm. who's chained, can't do those things. Okay? okay, he said, believe in me and my power. And this is what God was saying to me today. We need to magnify in our own thinking who God is, yeah. not keep magnifying the negative and the fearful things that might happen. What if this happens? What if that happens? Okay. Don't believe the lies and the threats of the defeated foe, the barking chained dog, Satan. Don't believe his lies. Okay. I say, come out of hiding. So it was like all the people that were locked up in their homes. God's saying in this hour, we've been doing that. We've been kind of hiding away who in fear. Like I, I was listening uh, to a, a woman talked today uh, just a little short thing on the internet oh. um, from Rhode Island where oh. I come from and she had gone before the school committee and her child was in kindergarten and she'd asked to have uh, the curriculum she wanted to know what they would be teaching her child especially in matters of sex
3: Yeah, wow.
6: and they she they wouldn't give her the curriculum and then they had a meeting and she kept asking them for, you know, sending in, they said, send us in a request and we'll send it to you. Well, she did that. And then they had a meeting because they decided they were going to sue her. They just want to silence people from saying anything. She didn't do a thing wrong. She just wanted to know what the curriculum was. And this is what the enemy's trying to do to scare us into submission like a barking dog. What's what is the school committee gonna do? What if a bunch of parents went there huh? and said, we want to see what you're teaching our kids. Oh, and we, we do not approve it. We don't agree with it. They would have to submit to a whole bunch of parents, but they're trying to silence us by threatening us with, we'll sue you. We'll call you terrorists. We'll have you put in jail. And this is this is the barking dog of idle threats to the enemy. Man, wow. Wow. So God said, Father said, Come out of hiding. Speak the truth, and assert your authority. Oh, don't be intimidated into silent retreat. This is the hour to arise. Yeah. Okay. This is the hour. And you know what you're
3: saying. You what you're actually describing, sentence after sentence. There's an obedience factor to this. A strong obedience. He's, he's telling you come out. He's telling you don't be afraid. He's not hoping you won't be afraid. And so I'm encouraging. He's telling you, don't be afraid. He's telling you to come out. So, I mean, that's, that's a big difference if you really listen. It's, it's, it's an obedience time.
6: And it's the same thing he said to uh, Joshua when he had to go take the promised land. Don't be afraid. Meditate on my word day and night. huh? Do not fear. He kept reminding him. Do not fear. Commanding him. Don't be afraid. Go in and take the land. I'm with you. Okay. So God's saying to us, don't retreat. Don't be silent. Don't be filled with fear of what they might do, what they might say. God, this is the hour for God wants us to mobilize get arm in arm with our brothers and sisters and stand up for our rights. Okay. Good. He said, this is the hour to arise. Silence the wicked and hold them accountable for their wicked deeds. And that's just what he was saying. People that have done these terrible things need to be held accountable. Yeah. And God's saying that. Silence the wicked. Don't let them silence you. You silence them. Okay? Boldness and courage are being released to my children that ask for it. God said,
3: Boldness is given to those who ask for boldness.
6: Yes. He said boldness and courage are given to my children who ask for it. He says, I'll give boldness and courage to those who ask me for it. We need boldness and we need courage in this hour because we're going to take our nation back for God and then the world will follow. But it's going to take us standing up on our feet okay, and not hiding away because some barking dog that's chained up might bite us. And that's what God's saying. That's literally who's against you. It's yes, a fierce dog, but he's chained. And he said this, remember that my son put a chain on that barking, vicious dog when he rose from the dead. Jesus, when he rose from the dead, he put a chain on Satan. It's good. All authority was given to him. Assert his authority because you are one with him. Good. And then I'm going to, I got a scripture for that, for this one yeah, too. Yeah, okay. ooh, yeah. ooh. And this is Psalm 24. And I know this is a word, a prophetic word that, that you know, absolutely confirms that word. But it's also a word for this 2024 that we're coming into. I was reading Psalm 23 the other night. And I know that that's the word for this year. 2023, God told me, is the year where we are going to allow it. Jesus to shepherd us, to be our shepherd. So this is the psalm for this year. And he said to me, read 20, 20, read Psalm 24. And wait till you hear this. This is cool. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Mm-hmm. What did he just get through saying? I made everything. It's mine. I'm God. Satan, that barking chain dog is not God. I'm God. That's I made the earth and I made everything in it. <laughs> he didn't. I did. (laughs) The the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, for he formed it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who can stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. They will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God, their savior. This is the 2024. What God is going to bring vindication hope, to his people. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. There's mm-hmm. going to be a seeking after God. Don't you see it? Look yeah. at the amount of views you get now compared to what you got two years. Yeah, ago.
3: The people are hungry. They're they want God. They want the truth. They want the, you know, they want instruction from the Lord. They're saying, tell me what God is saying. And I obey it. Yeah, there's a real sense of yes. uh, a desire to obey, I would say.
6: Yes. And he says, Vindication is going to come because I have a people who are seeking me. Yeah. <laughs> Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. He's going to come and rule and reign over our lives and over our land. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He said, know who I am. I am strong and mighty. Don't let the enemy diminish me in your sight by making him look so big and bold and mean. No, I'm mighty. I'm God. (laughs) Let your faith arise in this mighty God who's for you. All right? Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Now, I'm going to share something that happened this happened Sunday and it goes right along with this, that it's like takes it from a teaching to an actual happening of how okay. to apply it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had to apply this. <laughs> well, we're at the airport and we were coming from Tennessee and we had a stop over at um, North Carolina, Charlotte. And so everything went wrong. <laughs> everything, <laughs> you know, uh, and the flight got canceled, and so oh, man. We're, we're gate, you know, back and forth all these gates. So we're at this at the gate now. Ho, oh, where the plane is supposed to take off, and this whole load of people there, their flights all got canceled to go to Jacksonville, like us did. Oh, and they were angry. They were upset. They've been there since the morning. A lot of them, and now it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, and they're upset because they would say, "Okay, the plane's coming." We're going to board in 15 minutes. No plane. Oh, in seven minutes, it's going to board. In three minutes, it's going to And no plane. So, so the people are mad. And they're saying, I know what's going to happen. They're going to keep doing this because they kept doing it over and over, saying a plane was coming and it didn't come. Then they said the plane was in the hangar being repaired since <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. So, the, so this people are saying, they're going to get a bus, and they're going to bus us to a hotel, and we're not going to get home until tomorrow. People were really upset. So all of a sudden, just just came on me, <laughs> that boldness. And I to the whole, all these people, probably about 90 or 100 people, I'm like, we have to pray.
3: Good for you, Donna. Wow.
6: I'm like, I can't believe I did that.
3: <laughs> wow.
6: I said, God can get us a plane. Can not God get us a plane? I'm doing that to the people, and they'll—they're just looking at me like, "Is this thing <laughs> crazy?" <laughs> so, so there was uh, uh, some women sitting in wheelchairs, you know. So I, I could see there was faith in one of them. I said, "You, will you join me and pray that God gets us a plane?" She's like, "Yes, I will." <laughs> and so, I got a few oh, people man. there, were, and I knew there were a lot of other ones that got convicted. They were praying too. So now I go back, sit, couldn't even sit in that gate because there was so many people had to go sit someplace else. So I'm sitting down and I'm repenting and renouncing all the word curses that people spoke because yeah. they were saying, we're not going to get a plane. We're going to be here overnight. You know, it was. so I repented, renounced all those word curses, put them under the blood of Jesus, broke all those curses and reversed the opposite blessing. So now I go back and this is like 10 minutes later, a plane they're bringing a plane over. And so the people are going, a plane's here. The plane's here. And I'm like, thank you, God. Wow. So now they announce we've got the plane, but we don't have a crew. There's no oh. So I'm I'm like to the people. Now the people are like, oh, they're all yelling and hollering. I'm like, wait a minute. God got us the plane. Don't you think he can get us the crew? Come on. We're going to pray for the crew. So, so you. Praying, we get the pilots. So we prayed, and I went back to my seat praying, got the prayer team praying for us. <laughs> 10 minutes later, the pilots come walking in. Now the whole place erupts. Everyone applauds. <laughs> they're like, oh my goodness, they're applauding. So here comes the pilots, they get on. Now the, the lady announces, well, we don't have stewardesses. So oh, man. I'm so still it. So I'm like, listen. If God can get us a plane, I'm telling this to the whole group of people. If God can get us a plane and God can get us pilots, don't you think he can get us stewardesses? Do you think that's too hard for him? This, the people are just looking at me.
3: <laughs> I love so, this.
6: i to pray for stewardesses. You watch. And so we pray. And 10 minutes later, <laughs> the whole line of stewardesses. Oh my one, goodness. The whole line of them. So everybody's applauding and they're thrilled. We're able to board the plane. And we were able to go. What, when we landed, <laughs> I'm walking down the hall to go,, you know, we're in Jacksonville, and, and I hear this voice behind me saying, "Thank you for getting us a plane." <laughs> I turned around and looked. And this guy says to me, "Thank you for getting us a plane." I said, "I didn't get you the plane. God did." <laughs> I said, "God did a miracle." I said because we prayed, he heard us, and he got us the plane, the pilots, and the stewardesses.
3: But you know what? He was right. You did get that plane. You got him with God's help. But had you not done that, you know, so you know, it's like I understand you're being humble, but you got that plane in the name of Jesus. You got it, and God did the, you know, God did the miracle. But you stood up and you called on your God, and as a public witness, He came and and. I mean, think how pleased he was to be glorified yeah. that way, yeah. you know.
6: But, and that, I feel like that's an example for all of us, that God's saying in this hour, school committee meetings, I don't care what it is, that where you're at, what's going on, we're going to turn to God without shame, yeah. without fear, bold and courageous. I'm going to be honest, Steve, I could never do like something like that in my own flesh. I was like shocked when the words came out of my mouth. Really? Oh my goodness, what did I do? <laughs> Boom, it just came on me. I said, We've got to
0: pray. Woo! I love Donna Rigney. That is so encouraging. It's so incredible. God is speaking right now, and He's using the remnant, the body of Christ, to partner with Him and to be a witness here in the earth, to agree with what He's doing right now. So exciting. So where do we go from here? What is next? Well, first thing is pray. Now, when you go back to what we heard from Charlie Champ, it's pray fast and repent for yourself and for your state. We need to cover so prayer warriors. That's what we have to be uh, during this time. Next thing is worship and celebrate because heaven is celebrating right now. And we are when we are worshiping, we're coming into agreement with what God's doing. And it's a spiritual warfare that we are partnering with. And finally, declaring and decreeing what we do want to have happened in the earth. And if you all remember a few weeks ago, we had Robin Bullock on the show and he talked about the significance of John for uh, John 1 uh, 1 through 14 and What that's all about is when Jesus came into the earth, he was the light. It was dark and he was the light. And right now it's very dark in our earth and we need the light of Jesus here. And so when we are declaring and decreeing this, we are asking him to come in Jesus' name and to perform miraculous things. But he is bringing the light into the darkness. So let's do this together. John 1, 1 through 14. In the beginning was the word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace, And truth. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for every person that is listening right now. God, may we recognize you. Don't let us be like what you're talking about in the scripture that you came and they didn't even know you, that your sheep did not know your voice. Don't let us be those people. Let us know your voice. Let us know you, God. Let us recognize you. And we speak your light into the darkness right now. And God, we repent for abortion, for hurting our children, for sacrificing our children. God, we just repent for our states that would have allowed that in our country. And God, we just we just humble ourselves before you and we just ask God that your blood would cover our sin and that you would forgive us and that God, we would turn from this sin and recognize you. And God, we love you, we worship you, we partner with you, and we look to you. Let us be bold and courageous during this time. We just declare, uh, Joshua 1, 9, that we are strong, that we are courageous, and that we use our mouths. We use you in every situation that truly, that we bring you into every situation. You are the plumb line of every situation that we enter. And God, we love you. We worship you, and we give you all the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Uh, Now, if you guys remember when Tim Sheets, uh, at the beginning of of August... Uh, was talking about the significance of Psalm 91. Now, we've been talking about that for quite a while. We've been doing that here on the show for a couple of years over our home and over our family. Um, But Tim actually took this and he created it where it was a decree that is made specifically for you over your home. And, um, And if you would like this decree, just text the phone number 40509, text the word DECREES, D-E-C-R-E-E-S to 40509. What I highly recommend that you do, which we did over our home, every door to enter our house, we took oil. You could do olive oil. You can do anointing oil. You just pray over the olive oil and then it makes it anointing oil. But you just take it and you can put it over the doorpost like they did um. When the Israelites were in Egypt, they put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost and on the sides. That's what we did with anointing oil. And we prayed this decree over our home um, in all of the different doorways. So I just invite you to receive this, and then we'll do this together in Jesus' name. When our household abides under the shadow of El Shaddai, we are hidden under the strength of the Most High God. He's is the hope that holds my household and the stronghold for us. He is the only God for us and our great confidence. He will rescue this household from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect us from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around us, protecting us, and we can run under his covering. The covering of His Majesty, and we can hide there. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping us from harm. We will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor fear a spirit of darkness coming against us. We will not fear one thing, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble this house, nor will the powers of evil be launched against this house. Even in the time of disaster, when thousands and thousands falling around us, we will remain unscathed and unharmed. We will only be a spectator as the spirit of wickedness is judged. For those who are involved in the wicked ways, they will be paid back for what they have done, but we will be protected. We will live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm and we will always be protected from evil because we will not come into the, because the d- disease will not come into this household. God sends angels with special orders to protect us wherever we go, defending us from all harm. If we walk into a trap, angels will be there to help us and protect us and keep us from falling. We will even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath our feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken over us. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, and because you have asked me, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and your household will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah. Now is the time for blowing our shofars together. And just like we saw at Jericho, when they blew their shofars, they yelled, and the walls came tumbling down. I truly believe as we are blowing our shofars together, that the angels are scattering, they're going, and they're breaking down the walls of the enemy. They are shredding the platform of the enemy, and that we're going to use those walls as ramps for our victory of what the Lord has for us. And so if you'll grab your shofar on the count of three, we'll blow them together and then we'll yell and believe these walls are coming down. A count of three. One, two, three. Woo! Go host, make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past and I bless you to wake up speak up and show up. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you back here next week. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
7: Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me Most architects and engineers know nothing about the third worst structural failure in modern history. This does not happen by office fires.
2: The collapse of World Trade Center 7 was primarily
7: due to fire. Not one of them has ever collapsed, not even these after 9-11. What buildings have come down like this? Controlled demolition
2: we did not find any evidence that explosives were used you heard
5: explosions big explosion just seen a big
3: flash like a boom we have more information of bombs like an explosion
2: office fires don't melt steel so what's going on here is there enough to warrant an investigation
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whiten. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.